Welcome to Conversations with Kebezu and my name is Kebezu Setale. Today's message is centered around God is going to rebuild your life. God is going to bring restoration. Even you who think you deserve it less. So this message was inspired by the book of Ezekiel 26 verse 28 and it says, I will give you new hearts. I will give you a new spirit that is faithful to me. I'll remove your stubborn hearts from you. I'll give you hearts that obey me. I'll put my spirit in you. I will make you want to obey my rules. I want you to be careful to keep my laws. Then you live in the land I gave your people of long ago. You will be my people and I will be your God. This is the word of the Lord. And the context of it is the children of Israel have been destroyed. They have been living in a ungodly way. They have sinned. They have done things so evil that God wanted to bring them back again to him. But for him to bring them back to a point of obedience, he had to strip them out of everything they had. He had to break down the walls of pride, the walls of sin, the walls of selfishness, the walls of sexual impurity, the walls of everything that was disobedient to him, to his laws and the covenant they made with him. And now because God is, I, lo- I love how God is is quick to love and slowly to, 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 to get angered because he before he destroyed the children of Israel, he sent them signs, he sent them messages. He, he spoke to Ezekiel to speak to them and most of the times they they ignored the warnings and I love this about God because when our lives are going in a way that is not him, in a way that is not connected to him, in a way that does not resemble him. Oftentimes he would send us signs. He would send us red flags, would give us red flags about a certain person, if we're going to be in a relationship with those person, or maybe if we want to explore a business idea, he would give us red flags to show that this is not me, this is not what I want for you. And uh, 8 out of 10 times we choose to ignore those red flags and now we find ourselves in this situation where God wanted us to avoid in the first place. So basically that is what happened to the children of Israel. They were disobedient, they obeyed other gods and God kept on sending them signs but they did not listen. And he spoke to Ezekiel and he was like, these people refuse to obey me but I want you to go ahead and give them my message. You know, give them my message and tell them anyways. Whoever hears shall listen. Whoever has eyes will see that I'm trying to, to do something here. And still they disobeyed God. And God sent them plagues, sent them swords, and they were completely destroyed. Some were scattered, and those who were left alive, um, they experienced plague and hunger, and it was just a whole mess. And we find here in Ezekiel 36 that God is now saying to Ezekiel that this now is my time to rebuild Israel. And I find it very amazing and so humbling that even in the biggest messes of our lives, God still takes the time and thinks thinks of us and he wants to bring us back to him. How amazing is that, that we can go against God, we can sin, we can engage in sexual impurity, we can engage in, in sin, we can steal, we can lie, we can do all of these evil things in the eyes of the Lord, but 
he will still have hope for us. He will still have so much love that he would want to bring us back to him. Against everything we have done, against everything we have said that was not him. I found this very amazing and I love God's heart for us. So today I want to bring you a message of hope that it does not matter how far you have gone away from God. God reminds us that he's a good shepherd. He says that I will leave the 99 sheep and I will go back to that one. And that one is you. That one is you who have not prayed in a while. That one is you who, who does not have the courage to speak to God, the, 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 the courage to repent. You who's deep in shame and you feel like God cannot accept me with this, with this shame. You who have so much guilt that you feel that God does not see you. God is saying to you today that I would leave 99 sheep and I will go after you. God is saying today that I will give you a new heart that, and a new spirit that wants to obey me because he knows that our flesh is weak. God knows that we, we are still in, in, in process. We are a work in progress. He knows that we have shortcomings and he says that I will give you a spirit that is willing. How amazing is that, that God is the God of the mountaintop. And he will come and meet you exactly where you are in your valley. He will meet you exactly where you are in your canons. That is a powerful and mighty God. That is a father. That is a God who wants to rebuild you. That is a God who cares about you. I want you to get it in your system that God cares about you. That God sees you that you have failed in certain areas. And he wants to bring you back despite of the warnings he gave you against those persons, those relationships, those friendships. He still wants to work in you. God is working all things for your good. God is working to transform you inwardly. You have to be open to him. You have to open your heart and say, God, here I am. I've wandered away. I've been a sheep that has been scattered for a long, for a long time. I have been... A person who constantly sinned, but here I am, God. God is going to meet you where you are. You don't need to to carry millions of of rands, millions of dollars to come to Him and say, God, here I am. His grace for you is sufficient. You don't need to do anything to end His grace. That's the beauty of God, and He says also in this text that. You will be my children and I will be your God. This spoke to me that whatever the enemy has said against you, God promises that you are still his child. In the midst of the shame that, that you are in, the guilt that you are in, know that God does not bring condemnation. The place where you are now being stuck and feel like you can't go back to God because you have engaged in so many sins, that's not God. That's the enemy. And the beauty of it is that the resurrection power of Jesus lives in you. Resist the devil and go back to the place where God wants you to be. Today, just open your heart and say, God, give me a new spirit. My flesh is weak. I'm trying to fight off my flesh. My flesh is very weak. Give me a spirit that is aligned with you, God. Give me a spirit that is you. A spirit that wants to obey you, God. Because... Once your spirit is getting right with God, then your flesh will comply. You start seeing that, okay, now 
you, 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 your, your spirit will send signals to your flesh that, hey, you haven't prayed, you know, today. And you, you start getting into the habit of obeying God. You start getting into a habit of, of seeking God, exposing yourself to him daily. So there is hope for you. There is hope for you. If God can send swords and plague and hunger to the children of Israel and then turn around and say, I want to bring them back home, God is going to do the same with you. God is going to bring you back to him. God is the God of the valley. He who sits at the highest throne is the one who will step up and carry you. Even in the grave that you put yourself into, God will take you out of that. God will destroy you will will destroy anything that stands in your way and God will redeem you. God will rebuild today I want to talk about God rebuilding us. God rebuilding us. God knows that we have been scattered. God knows that hey people have been laughing at us because we off tracked and now we don't know which way to go. But God promises that I will rebuild you. It makes me go back to Genesis fifty verse twenty where Moses was saying to his brothers that what you planned for evil, God has tended for good. And this is what God is now doing in your life. What the enemy has now been laughing at you of because now you have wandered away and you no longer recognize yourself. God is going to use that. He's going to use that what the enemy meant for evil and he will turn it for good. He will change it around. He will turn it upside down and he will do it while the enemy is still watching. I love how King David said, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. And the table can mean that a table of hope. Your enemy can mean pride. God is going to prepare hope when pride is still watching. God is going to prepare you peace when bitterness is watching. God is going to prepare for you hope when uncertainty lingers on. That is the God we serve. That is the great God who who who's omnipresent. God is with you wherever you go. God, God has seen you being scattered all over. He has seen you being taken away by the wind, going back and forth with no direction. And he promises that I will bring you back to me. You will be my 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 child and I will be a God. He knows that we, we can't function on our own strength. Stop functioning on your own. Stop thinking that you've got everything under control. I loved... um. What Pastor Stephen Fittick said, he said, God is in control, but God does not take control. So today, give him all the glory. Give him all the control. Start your day on a, on, on a, on a prayer base. God, I give my life to you today. God, I thank you for today. I am grateful for today. God, I thank you for this daily bread. God, I don't know how to become a good daughter. I don't know how to be a good son. I don't know how to be a good friend. I don't know how to be a good partner. I don't know how to be a good mother. I don't know how to be a good father. God, please let it be you who reveal what you want to reveal to me in this aspect. Teach me how to be a good parent. Teach me how to be a good, good son. Teach me how to be a good daughter. Teach me how to be a good sibling. And you give God your, your, your day, you give him all your worries, you give him everything. And him in all his glory is going to rebuild everything in you. God sees you, God hears you. And I was watching a sermon um, and it was by Craig Groeschel and he says that the, 
the direction of your life is going to move in your strongest self. So today you position your heart and say, God, hey, I've been scattered. Yo, I've been here and there, up and down. I've been inconsistent in my prayer. I've, I've not had devotionals in a while. I don't know how to pray anymore. When I start praying, words don't come. You know, God understands the language of your tears. God understands that there are still broken parts in you that needs to heal. God understands all of that, but you just need to tell him. He sits at the at, at outside and he knocks. You have to be able to open the door for him to come, to come and invade you. My prayer is, you see that God wants to invade your life. God wants to invade your life. God wants to bring you back to him. God sees that now you have wandered off and you feel guilty, you feel shame, but Know that God does not bring you condemnation. God is going to return everything the enemy has stolen. He is going to use it in his presence. You who are written off by people, he is going to use you in front of those people. You who, who are being laughed at because of your mistakes, God is going to use those mess as a message in front of those people who who discarded you because he's the great god he is the i am the i am lives in you you are enough because he himself is enough so today the message is there is a new hope for you does not matter how far you've wandered off does not matter how many years months you haven't prayed but there's hope for today for you there is hope that god sees you god assures you and if you are willing you can see that God is still working. God will not force you, but he will sit outside and he will knock. He's patient. He's patient. He will knock until you open the door of your life and you let him in. So today, today take courage that God sees you and God affirms you. Take courage that God, even as much as you have sinned, you have been disobedient, he wants to bring you closer to him. Take courage in knowing that God sees you and God loves you so much. He gave up his only son just for you. So today, get out of that place that you've been in. Get out of that place of regret that you've been making comfortable in. Get out of that place of hurt. Get out of that place of pain that you've been making your home. There is hope for today. There are new messages for today. God's grace is sufficient for everyone. We don't need to win the Champions League. We don't need to win the Olympics to deserve his grace. We literally have to do nothing to get his grace. So God promises that today I am going to rebuild everything that has been destroyed in your life. Yes, the, those things might have hurt you. They might have broken you. But God promises that he's going to rebuild. He's going to restore. Only he can. From the rebels, he's going to rebuild you. From the ashes is going to bring beauty out of you. Open your heart today. Pray, God, give me a new spirit. God, give me a new heart. A new heart, God. A new spirit that is willing to save you. That is willing to obey you. That, that is willing, God, to surpass all my flesh and sing out to you and cry out to you. In God, there is no condemnation. In God, there is no condemnation. In God, there is no shame. Let the dry bones in your life awaken. God is waking. God is is waiting for you, and God is working all things for your good. How amazing is that? That you, who 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 calls yourselves in what God does not call you in, He still chose you. He still chose you. I want that to linger on. That God chose you. That God called you. 
you are far more important. You are way important. Like God leaves his ship and goes back after you. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, that you, you are glorified in this place. And know that God is omnipresent. He hears you. He knows you. He sees you. You who say, I don't know how to pray. God sees your efforts. God sees that you want to start praying. God sees that you yearn for him. And he who sits at the highest throne, he who, who angels bow before him each and every day, he is the God who will meet you down where you are. How amazing is that? That you are God's very own thought. Did you know that you are God's very own thought? Did you know that even after he had done everything, he had formed everything, he thought of you? How amazing is that? That he saw that, no man, this earth won't be con complete without this particular person. You are amazing. You are God's very own thought. When God sees you, our heaven rejoices. You are God's very own masterpiece. You are still a work in pro progress, but I guarantee you that at the end of it all, there's God waiting for you with a masterpiece at hand. You are God's very own thought. I want that to sink in that God thought of you. Um, how amazing that God thought of you. He formed you in a mother's womb. He knitted you piece by piece together. And you are here. You are here for a purpose. God is about to rebuild your life. God is about to redeem your life. God is about to return you what the enemy has stolen. Be open. Be open to hear from God. Don't ignore the signs around you that God is saying, do this, don't do that. But in the middle of it all, God will meet you right where you are. God will meet you right where you are. God of the mountaintop is also God of the valley. You don't need to wear expensive clothes. You don't need to be so wealthy, so rich to get God's attention. You are his own very thought. So today, wherever you are, channel your heart. First thing in the morning, praise God. Small prayer. He hears you. Talk to God. God, thank you for new messages of today. Thank you, God, for today. Teach me your ways, God. Give me your new heart, God. A, flesh, a spirit that is obedient to you, God. My flesh is weak, but my spirit, God, is willing. And he will do that for you because God cares about you. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a mighty friend we have in Jesus. That the same resurrecting power lives in us. You are far more important than you ever think. You are so important that God took his time when he created you. You might, you might write yourself off, but God does not write you off. You might think that you are not this or that, but God calls you his own. You might think that you are the least important, <laughs> but God used David, who, who, whom his brothers regarded as the very least important, and he used him and he turned him into a king. How amazing is that? That God does not relate to you based on what you are ashamed of. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. So today, channel your thoughts to God. Does not matter how far you went off track. Does not matter if you haven't prayed in a year or two. 
but today God is waiting for you. He's sitting there, he's knocking, he's knocking, he's knocking. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. He's waiting to rebuild you. He's waiting to transform you. He's waiting to elevate you. So today, take that first step, that leap of faith and say, God, I'm yours. God, I've sinned. God, I've done A, B, C, and D, but you still call me your own. God knows your name. You who defines yourself with sin, God calls you by your name. You who says, I'm not important, God calls you by your name. You who says, oh, but I've done a horrendous thing, God knows your name. And God wants you to be his child. You are already his child. He wants you to know that you are his child. So today there's hope for you that God is going to bring you to a land of honey, a land of milk. It does not matter if you've been in a land of hunger, of plague, but God promises that at the end of it all, there's milk and honey waiting for you. So today make that choice. Take that leap of faith and trust in him. Trust in him that he who started a work in you will see to it that he completes it. You are far more amazing than you think. You are far more important than you think. You are God's very own thought. You are God's very own thought. He knew you. He formed you way before you came into this world. So why would he leave you now? God is waiting to rebuild your life. Are you open to it? God is calling you home. Are you open to it? God is using the rambles that are destroyed in your life to rebuild you up. Are you open to it? God is wherever you go. Are you open to seeing him? Are you open to hearing from him? Today, make the choice that... I've, I've wandered off, I've been scattered, I've went to places I was not supposed to enter, I've, I've created relationships I was supposed to leave it hello, but he's bringing me back to you, and he's listening, he's waiting on you, he's knocking, do you hear the knock, he's knocking, today choose to obey him, God give me a new heart, a new spirit, and he, he, he affirms you, he says, I will give you, without you even having to ask, I will give you a heart that obeys me. I will give you a spirit that is obedient to me, that follows my covenant, that keeps my laws. How amazing is God today? God is in the works of rebuilding your life. Are you open to that? So wherever you go today, just know that God is omnipresent and God is with you. He goes before you, he goes behind you, he goes beside you, and he's always within you. Have a good day.